Hey there. Welcome to Coffee with the Docs. We are a holistic lifestyle podcast where we give integrative solutions and bring brilliant experts to help you thrive. Mind, body, and spirit. We are doctors Nicole Huffman and Abby Kramer, and we're so happy you're here. Welcome back to Coffee with the Docs. This episode today is full of so much great information on numerology. We have, his name is Remington Donovan, and he is an expert in many things, but we really focus in on numerology in this episode. Yeah, it was great. It was so so fun to listen to. I feel like he's sort of this wealth of knowledge in so many different little peaks, and I loved what he was saying. Well, I don't know if I love, I don't know if it's a love. I found it interesting what he was yeah. saying about the numerology of this year and the next year to come. No, yeah, we don't want to give really it away, but you guys, it's no. really good. It's really fascinating. And I also really loved about how he was saying, if you're vague with the universe, then you're going to get vague results. And he oh, says so the prosperity of clarity. I really liked that. I know. He has a lot of little good, like one-liners like that. Yeah, totally. But I think that has a lot of truth. Like if you're, you know, wishing for something or asking for something to come in, if you're super vague about it, like I'd like more money or I'd like more energy. It's like, what is like, what are, how are you quantifying any of that? Right. So to be a lot more specific when you're asking um, and the prosperity of clarity. I just thought that was awesome. Right. Also, I love how he calls himself a magician. Yeah, that was amazing too. He's I was like, like starting Ooh. off. Yeah, he's like, best. and I'm a magician. I was like, right. yep, you probably are. That's amazing. Totally. I loved and, it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of energy workers or muscle testers, right? We could all kind of call ourselves magicians, but I, yeah. that's bold. bold. Well, and he describes numerology as the secret language of the universe. Yeah, which is... What? Makes perfect sense. It's amazing. Yeah. So you guys will link to all his info if you want to schedule a session with him, if you want to follow him on social media. Every day he does a tarot reading for the day, which is awesome if you follow him on his Insta stories like I do. Oh, that's cool. And so he also puts out like a lot of amazing information um, on social media for free just to learn more about all this stuff. So enjoy the episode. Yeah, tune in, let us know what you think. And we want to talk about one of our amazing partners today, which is Purity Coffee. Remington talks about how basically coffee is amazing and has so many great (laughs) health benefits and we could not agree more. Um, The reason that I love purity so much is that it's mycotoxin free. So I know that there's no mold or crap in it. It's completely organic. Um, When it's clean like that, you're not going to get this crazy caffeine spike that isn't necessarily good for the body. And can make you jittery and kind of crash your adrenals when it's clean it's gonna just feel better and it's better on your body and so if you guys are interested in trying it our promo code uh, where you can get a little discount is spelled out coffee with the docs yes yes check it out or if you think you're really sensitive i've had a lot of patients that thought they um couldn't handle like caffeine mm-hmm. and when they actually use clean coffee like they're fine totally and so i use their cool. i use their caffeine and their decaf because I, I do a little half calf americano and it just tastes amazing both of them totally all right, all right guys enjoy All right, everyone, welcome to Coffee with the Docs podcast. Today, I am so excited. We have Remington Donovan with us today, who is an expert in numerology, which I'm really excited to learn more about this, too. Uh, 
yes, Abby, thanks so much for uh, having me on. Uh, I know we've been talking about this for a few months now, so I'm glad everything lined up. As we, right. the first teaching in numerology is there is no coincidence. So sometimes you have to a little bit trust things are, are working out as, as they should. Um, right. So, yeah, so again, thanks for having me on, and I uh, really appreciate being here. Of course. Well, so I'd love to start out, if you could just introduce yourself to our audience a little bit, um, who you are and what we do to get started. Sure. Well, my name is Remington Donovan, as you just heard, and I'm known sort of publicly a little bit more as a numerologist, but really what I am is a, a mystic, a Kabbalist. Um, I have a background most of my life from the Western mystery tradition. And within that context, all of those terms would be called a magician. Um, but I also have an upbringing um, in yoga. I'm also a yoga teacher. So they all are kind of the same one path. And numerology really covers the gambit and I don't think a lot of people are aware of that but numerology is astrology is tarot is so many different systems and esoteric systems of sort of unraveling the mysteries of your soul but um <clears throat> and that's the way I I present it and that's the way I teach so it's it's very much rooted in uh Kabbalah and I come from a tradition of Kabbalah we spell it with a Q Q-A-B-A-L-A-H. So if you're Googling, you'll see a lot of K Kabbalahs. I can't, like, and that's a different school of thought, uh, different lineage, different teachings, uh, certainly some, some crossover, but I can't comment right. on there, There's like a Kabbalah center here in LA that spells it with the K, and what I do is nothing to do with that. I just like to, because that is more known, like Madonna. Right that and stuff like that so um sometimes i'm like a little trepidatious using the word kabbalah because it gets morphed into that and right um, i had never heard of it with a q yeah it's less less popular less yeah. um but that generally when you see it with a q it implies the hermetic magical tradition um loosely the western mystery schools but some people call it the yoga of the west but mm -hmm. the idea is in magic is that we uh, recognize, well, every tradition has a seed of truth. And what we're able to do is get to the true essence of the energy or the tools and the techniques that uh, bring you closer to your soul. So that can really encompass any sort of tradition. And we're taught that every tradition is rooted in, a, in some type of mystery tradition or, or most. So you can take Judaism, but then you can take mystical Kabbalah. You can take you know, um, Islam, and then there's Sufis. You could take Christianity, and there's Gnostics. You could take Hindus, and there's yogis, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm not really worried about all the politics and the religions and things like that. But numerology, I learned through mystical Kabbalah. And once you start unraveling that, I see that numerology encompasses the whole gambit of everything. So with wow. numerology, I can literally do a numerology on your eyeglasses. I could do a numerology on that microphone. I could do a numerology on your name. I could do a numerology on a date. I could do a numerology on this plant. Right. And very free form. But numerology in and of itself is very much the language of synchronicity. And synchronicity is very much a language of destiny. And numerology, the act of it starts to unravel that. And it really is meant to be more of a, a spiritual practice that opens your consciousness as opposed to just saying, well, let me figure out these numbers, right? Yeah. Like you and I, if you knew the techniques that I knew, they're really not that complicated, but we would come up with some, probably each of us would be stunningly accurate and right. And we may be saying different things, because, you know, everything has many truths. Like you as a human and Abby, that's incarnated your soul and your body. Like there's so many facets to you. Numerology really is just think of it as a, as, a, as a tool to open up a higher consciousness within yourself and you start to get to know more. If that, yeah. So it's the act of it in of itself. But... I also do like numerology readings and there's a system that I use 
uh, where you have like a chart and, and things like that. But um, numerology really just opens the consciousness, really the simplest way to put it. I love that. And I have so many questions, but before we get started, because this yeah. is going to go down so many rabbit holes, I can tell. Well, numerology too is just, it's rabbit hole central. Yeah. <laughs> I like literally, I was trying, I was doing numerology on the Neowise Comet and looking at the years and going back. And I was like, some stuff that I'm doing in a talk in a workshop tomorrow. And I was like, this is going to be a whole separate. There's right. two rabbit holes here and I'm running out of breath right now and I've got to focus on something else. So it's, okay. it's so, rabbit hole inducing for sure. Right. Now, so because our podcast is called Coffee with the Docs, we have, we all ask all of our guests first, what are you currently drinking or like what's your current drink of choice? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, coffee's the shit. So I'm <laughs> I have been a coffee, like, even when I was three years old, my favorite flavor in the world was coffee, and which I was not allowed to drink right. as a child, and I had, like, hippie kind of health food store consciousness parents, right. Karen, I remember I got an Easter basket once, and it was, like, cashews and raisins, and I'm, like, right. <laughs> F you, like, yeah. um, I'm still resentful, but, <clears throat> I mean, I do... I do really enjoy coffee. I live in LA, so it's like, you know, sort of, uh, I call them, my girlfriend calls them third wave coffee shops where they're just super on, on their game and everything's super fresh roasted. Right. Um, but as far as like, um, sort of, well, coffee has a lot of health benefits. Um, mm -hmm. It's cool that that's being more recognized. But um, I uh, just re-upped drinking um back on my regiment of like high dose greens, like greens powders, uh -huh. really mineral green. Uh, that's the brand name. Nice. Uh, and then uh, I add chlorophyll to that. I really love oxygen and it comes in little drops. Mm -hmm. And you add it to your water and I'm telling you, you, I, I mean, me and many other people I've talked to, and uh, again, the supplements, I don't know is, everyone wants something that's gonna change their life. Right. Doesn't deliver, they get disappointed. But um, I really feel like a nice uh, opening. And I, in my mind, it feels like it gets my blood going right. more. But I feel like really clear and I breathe really well. And there's something like I, I almost get a little high from it. I'm using that term like, you know, right. loosely. Right. <laughs> zoned off chlorophyll. And I don't even do any drugs or anything. But. Um, the high dose chlorophyll, I, it was really elevating to me. So as far as liquid beverages, and then I've been experimenting with Hei Shu Wu, which is a Chinese tonic herb mm. um, that my partner started using and it's really helped balance like hormones and energy. Um, I believe, you know, I used to work in supplements years ago. And um, if I recall that translates something I'm totally loosely translating. So if there's like a Chinese herbalist listening and you're right. Chinese, I apologize, but it's like one with long black hair. And I remember when I worked in supplements, one of the reps for one of the, the Chinese medicine, uh, the Chinese herb companies said there was some whole story about this guy had started taking it and then his hair went back like it was gray and then he finally met like this great wife and then they had like kids and wow happily ever after so that's amazing uh, that that's sort of the mythology of that particular chinese herb at least that's what the salesperson said so. right that's at least the story going around <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. Right. right um but i like those but i do have can i touch on something that isn't a drink but is definitely a yeah, I mean, my next question is, what's your latest biohack? So I feel like this will be good. Well, I'm a fan of cold showers. Yes. Uh, and in LA, they're just not that cold. Um, you know, I actually have friends that got a freezer. Like, yeah. a, a, you know, a, not a walk, but a freezer, they fill it with water. It's the size of a really small bathtub. Yes. And we would we get in that sometimes. That's amazing. It, it, I hate it yet then when i get out i love it like the the cold showers and, and that's like in kundalini yoga that's a huge practice that 
has been talked about forever. And now, thanks to that Win Hoff guy who does these ice yep. baths, it's really becoming a lot more common and known in cryotherapy. But so I like those. And then just with this whole COVID-19, I've been taking um, immunity supplements that I know for me work really well. Mostly so that if I do get it, my body's just ready to, to mm -hmm. fight it off. And right. I take olive, I take olive leaf, mm -hmm. which is a very <clears throat> strong, or it's a, known as an antiviral. I take lysine, which is an amino acid. You probably know all this, but I'm just saying. Yeah, no, go for it. Um, is an amino acid. And I take a product called Nucleoimmune. There's a supplement company called premier research mm -hmm. and this product is designed to sort of get your cells on par so it just vitalizes you so should you get sick your body's just and zinc and your body's prepared and, and oh. vitalized you know i have a really good doctor friend and you know something she had mentioned is that at some point with this whole virus isn't gonna it's really gonna come down to when you get it and right. not to are people but I know so many people who have gotten it or heard of people getting it and they're okay. And we do, we hear all the tragedies in the news, but you know, people should know. And, and so, and I take high dose vitamin D with vitamin K and I should up my magnesium for that absorption. But those have been the key things and then really good probiotics. Um, those have been like the key things I've been taking. So I'm just vital and strong and my immunity is good. Should it just, come through me my body's like fuck off I'm good man right <laughs> totally i mean yeah in my opinion that's the way to go you know it's like there's not a super viable treatment yet like your best defense is a strong immune system at this point so and i just i'm amazed as a non-doctor although i did i learned a lot working in supplement health yeah under a naturopath and with nutritionists and you kind of just pick it up. Not that I'm around diagnosing people or anything like that, but I'm just sort of amazed that the whole message is like, you got to hide from this. You got to just don't touch right. anything and nothing about maybe um, elevate your diet. And there's and people don't want to do that. There's plenty of quality things we could just take to keep it, keep ourselves vital. For sure. And, Absolutely. Um, I mean, I've been in really good spirits the whole time. So, um, you know, and uh, I'm a huge fan of um, probiotics. And the more I learned about probiotics and what they do for your immune system, like I had no idea, like almost all serotonin is produced in the gut and keeping a healthy, clean gut and probiotics are a huge part of that or like raw fermented foods um, affect your mood tremendously. Right. And a serotonin affects the sleep and the melatonin and et cetera, et cetera. So those have been my current real world sort of biohacks, things that I've been doing. And then uh, meditation for me is a huge one. I would say like if everyone, if you did some type of meditation daily, your life would change. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a million different practices. Just go for something you're drawn to. And this is what I tell people all the time but that are looking for teachers or want to pursue something more spiritual, meaning they want to awaken their soul more. Is they just start, you know, going for things that interest you. And as, as you start to do that, the momentum of the universe will work in your favor and you'll just, you'll be led to and you'll find the things you're supposed to find. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So you got to, I always encourage that room to explore. I just noticed on social media in my world, like a lot of um, very opinionated, like people are telling people how and what they should do spiritually. And um, like that, what, you're like a fucking pilgrim from like, like <laughs> what is your problem? You're just like, you, but you just think you're righteous. Like you're like, yeah, like there's no right way to do it. Exactly. Like whatever resonates with you. Or I want to say like yoga is like cultural appropriation. That's the one that drives me insane. And right. I mentioned it before in a number of podcasts, but you're just trying to tell people that they can't explore something that is going to help them or potentially help them. Right. 
because of this culture or that culture. And it's not true. I grew up no. on a ashram. I was taught yoga by Swami Sachinananda, who came over from India. He's the real deal. And yoga as we know it in America wouldn't exist if it wasn't for him. Right. Period. Hands down. And there's there's just like that's who I was born I was born into him. Like I knew him as a, since infancy. I learned yoga from him. Right. And um, there's no appropriation there. Right. Totally. So uh, anyhow, that that's my little rant. I just want your soapbox on yoga. It's fine. What's that? I said that's your soapbox on yoga. It's all good. But numerology, like, it's always known as a Western mystery thing. So hey. Right. <laughs> I'll extra own that. But. Right. Um, I know this is we're trying to talk about numerology. <laughs> You're fine. I could even do numerology on like olive leaf or something like I've never right. done it, but you know. Right. I, now, I did how... an avocados once, but I don't remember. I, I gotta look back at what my notes right. are. Now, how long do you meditate for a day? Well, um, I don't always talk about that. My main practice overall is usually like a 31 minute meditation. Um, but you know, there's depends. Sometimes I'll incorporate more. I go through phases. I kind of have one core meditation that I like to do. Um, and then sometimes I'll add like a little prosperity thing or some other practice. It just depends. And there are days that I'm just like, fuck it. Like, right. um, you know, but I, I, oh, I do tarot every day. Nice. Tarot is a meditation. And I basically do numerology every day. So, I mean, I'm in the job. Like, it's my job. Right. So I'm, like, sort of always in it. Um, even if I'm not necessarily seeing a client, I'm, I'm always doing something. The tarot is a meditation. Yeah. It's like, just about fortune telling. And tarot is numerology. So I'll still try to bring this all back to numerology. Right. It's all coming together. Um, but uh, I just find, but even 11 minutes, right? Like, and I have friends that do like two and a half hour shit. They're totally like gung-ho. They get up every single day, four, four in the morning. They're, they're meditating. They're doing a two and a half hour practice and good for them. Um, I've done that, like, and sometimes I do that. It just, you know, I go through phases, but I have to say my life really changed when I started uh, just being more committed to that. Yeah. I think it's the energy of commitment sometimes and not making it dreadful. Like, I also, things I enjoy doing, but, I, you know, over time, I think with meditation and certain spiritual practices, it's like we store this, like, almost like spiritual bank account that we can mm -hmm. draw on when we need it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's more effective to meditate for a few minutes a day, every day, than to like on the weekend do three hours. I agree. I mean, even with like Kundalini yoga, the teaching is, and you know, and I live in LA, so there's like, well, not currently because right. COVID-19, but normally, I mean, there's like any minute of the day or like I could hit up a, say like with Kundalini yoga, um, which is a less popular yoga sort of worldwide, but in LA it's pretty popular. And um, there's so many different classes and teachers and studios and things like that. So, but my teachers have said like the best thing you can do is your personal practice, your, which mm -hmm. is your personal sadhana and to do something every day and at least make it to a class. is great because you kind of get a group energy and community, mm -hmm. things like that. But the most important thing is just exactly what you said. Do something consistent every day, even if it's a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, every day that we have an opportunity to just get in touch. And also just, I mean, science now shows all the benefits of meditating and things like mm -hmm. that, how it reworks your brain. So, um, you know, for me, it's like I meditate and then I feel good, right? And I'm kind of buzzed on meditating and then – when I feel good about just, I feel good, it's a lot easier to maneuver through the world and everything is less dramatic and impactful. Yep. Hence, you know, it, it gives you a certain endurance. So true. All right, well, let's get into numerology. Okay. 
So I'd love for you to give us just like a basic explanation. I feel like a lot of our listeners have no idea what numerology even is. And also kind of a little bit of your story of how you got into the world of numerology. Well, okay. So numerology, sort of to piggyback what I was saying earlier, it's the process in of itself sort of awakens a higher state of consciousness and you start to see a fluid language of the universe. Numerology as I use it is really in a way is the secret language of the universe. And so it's a way of reading sort of the signs and um, having a communication with something greater and higher than ourselves that's very much in a synchronized alignment with your destiny really. So, so the numbers themselves have, well, let me backtrack. Every number is infinite. That's the magical teaching. So when people want to say, well, I see the number nine everywhere. What does that mean? And my uh, Instagram DMs and my emails are just jam-packed with like, I see this number, that number, a whole series of numbers. All of the numbers kind of have a meaning, but what you really have to do is you have to use your creative artistic intuition and take those sort of core concepts and then jump out from there. So for example, the number nine has a general idea of subtle energy, mastery, uh, being able to see that which is unseen. For example, I've done a number of readings for doctors and all the doctors I've done readings for have all had nine someplace in their chart and nine is the ability to just figure things out. It's a master of all systems. doesn't mean if you don't have a nine, you're not going to be an awesome doctor. It's just that nine is this general concept of subtlety, of grace, of mastery. It's very elevated. Um, So you could say, okay, like something in a gas state, steam is, is, and at some level is relates to the energy of nine. So as you work with it more, you just get more intuitive. And I have looked at numerology charts and I looked at somebody's numerology chart and asked them uh, if they had lupus and they did. And I saw autoimmune deficiencies. Now, again, I don't use numerology to diagnose and I know you're a doctor. So I'm making this very clear. And if you have a medical emergency, call 911, not... (laughs) Disclaimer. Exactly. (laughs) Don't be an idiot. But um, because I would have never really guessed that intuitively, but I saw sort of a pattern. And with the experience of working with it, I got the message. And I don't, and somebody else could have the exact same numerology. They're not going to necessarily have an autoimmune. So I just, as I worked with it more, but numerology is great because it, we can sort of decode things. So a great place to start is like license plates. And then I deal with numerology where every letter has a numerical value and that comes from Kabbalah. So I know the Hebrew alphabet. I know a little Hebrew, but not as a spoken language, just in sort of sacred texts and things like that. I can read it, but I don't know what it all means per se. Mm-hmm. But um, all of those letters have a numerical value. And so you can really start to break apart um, from a license plate to an address to a name, like Abby, you spell it E-Y, right? A-B-B-E-Y. Just Y, A-B-B-Y. Oh, okay. Sorry, that was my note was bad. You're fine. Um, but so you could look the number A, or I'm sorry, the, the letter A is number one. Now B is number two, but that isn't, don't, before you're like, oh, that makes sense because it's the first letter. That's not the system that I use. Um, and then Y is 10. So you can add up what's the numerical value of Abby. It's two plus two plus one. So that's five plus 10. So it's 15. Mm-hmm. So right there, 15 has something. So next time you see 15, it's now, oh, that's also my name. Mm. I happen to know that 15 is the mystical number of five. Five is the number of Mars. And so Mars is... Um, it's a powerhouse. Mars is pretty fierce energy. It's real, you know, get up and go. It gives you that sort of um, power. It gives you the energy, like doing something physical, for example. It wants to fight, but not like you fight everybody, but in a way, I mean, if you even think there's an aspect of healing there, five is also a teacher. Five is a communicator. It's the, so what, what I would encourage people cool. to start 
start just free forming, free associating any number, in this case, five or 15, right? What is the fifth chakra in yoga? What's the throat? Well, you have a podcast, so you speak, right? right? So you're speaking, your voice is getting heard. And this, you chose this as some level of being a teacher and some, right. some sure. you know, you're communicating a message, you're holding space for other ideas and, and things like that. So I can look at all of that. And then there's a system that I use called tantric numerology, which is just also a chart, which is very similar to say an astrology chart. Yes. Most people have heard of astrology or are familiar with astrology or at least know, hey, I'm a Scorpio or I'm yeah. a... Uh, oh, this is perfect. I was going to ask you about the difference between numerology and astrology. <laughs> well, uh, that's a really good question. So when I do a chart, it, it, it's in a, some level, it's not too unlike, say, a, a natal birth astrology chart. Um, right. So like... I, so for example, I have a, we all have a life path number, which you can figure out if you just add up your whole um, birthday, like the whole thing, plus the four digit year. Yep. I most people listening were born 19 something. And so if you add up your whole birthday and then with the, this system, you just reduce it down to a single digit number, unless it's a 10 or an 11. So for example, I happen to be, <clears throat> and that's your life path number. And that's similar to like your sun sign, right? Mm -hmm. Like what sign are you happy? Capricorn. Okay. So, um, and if you add up your whole birthday, you'll come up with a number, but if it's 10 or 11, just keep it as a double digit. Um, and that tells you a lot, sort of like a sun sign. Cause like I'm personally a Scorpio, but you're a Capricorn. So sure, we could say, well, that's like great for like business and it's really goal oriented right. and it's very successful energy and it's career. And I'm sure all of those things have truth to it, but that's, you're more than just that. Right. So, but the, you, I will do a, a numerology chart and there's about seven to 10 placements and then I look and then from there, I just go deeper into it. But when I do like, when I meet with a client, I also pull up their astrology chart. But then you start to tie it in like, okay, the number 11 and perhaps what's the 11th house, right? So all things 11 have some frequency that mm. have a relation and all words that like your name that equals 15, all words that, that equal 15 vibrate on some commonality. And there's some, um, there's some core meaning that all of those connect with. Like right. I know, someone that I used to practice with and they had figured out I don't I'd have to look up what the number was but the the word in English for anxiety and the word for nuts you know like cashews and almonds was the same numerical value I think I, I, I they wow. figured out a certain way and it was funny because they were just figuring out numerology about their own process and they were right. like they struggled they loved to like binge eat when they were anxious and their go-to happened to be nuts. <laughs> so I don't know that I would have known to have ever looked into that, but she right. was excited and she was like, oh, okay. For her, it was a very personal message, you know? Wow. Like I'll binge eat other things. <laughs> right. Crazy. Um, but it maybe don't mean anxiety. Maybe I don't do it because anxiety or, you know, quarantines, we just had a lot of time around the house. Like eating right. A big activity or grocery shopping for me. Right, totally. Well, and so how did you find your way into this world of numerology and doing okay. that? So, okay, so, well, so I was born into an ashram, which is, um, you know, under someone named Swami Sachinanda. So I had a, this very quote unquote spiritual upbringing. Wow, yeah. School, I was chanting, I was doing yoga. I had to learn to be a yoga teacher at seven. Like we had to each take turns teaching, leading the classes and things like that. And wow. the main thing I credit that to is it, it kept me really open to this concept of spirituality and spiritual growth. But as I got older, I was very drawn to uh, tarot is where it really kind of started for me. And so, and I started learning tarot. Now I know tarot and numerology go hand in hand. I didn't know that at the time. And that sort of opened up the channels for me to find a teacher in the Western mystery tradition, to find a true teacher and a true adept teacher is very hard. It's very rare. And it's just something 
your soul is meant to do. And it's, everything's almost taught in secret and it's handed down. It's an oral tradition. I mean, you can go on Amazon, there's plenty of books on, on it, but it's none of it's taught through books. Um, and that's when I learned <clears throat> mystical Kabbalah. I was about 19, I like just turned 19. <clears throat> excuse me and Kabbalah if you look at the tree of life you look at the Sephiroth one through ten and then there's a hidden Sephiroth the Oth you could sort of say there's 11 there's 32 paths or there's 22 paths 32 paths total 22 paths each correspond to every major arcana of the tarot so it was learning that is really what opened up the window to numerology and then I learned something called gematria which is the very high form of numerology in which you start to <clears throat> uncode anything you want. So, <clears throat> excuse me, you can look at a, a number like your name, 15, or that's six. So we can look at that. Six is a very harmonizing frequency. So it started with that. And then that's just been a lifetime journey. <clears throat> and a number of years, excuse me, I like, <clears throat> I hope you can- No problem. <laughs> excuse me all right sorry now it's like you cough or clear your throat in public and everyone's freaking out you're like right i, I know i just ate some don't an, sneeze i just ate some anxiety nuts and they always yeah. get up in my throat yeah. <laughs> but and then it was actually only about seven-ish years ago i discovered something called tantric numerology which is more like doing an astrology chart yeah but my whole background in the Kabbalah numbers made me uh, learn that like to I really went much deeper with it probably deeper than anybody that does tantric numerology and I'm just saying that very humbly um, because I have another background and I dedicated my life to this but I had my teacher uh, for Kundalini Yoga her name is Grujas she's actually a singer for this Grammy uh, winning group called White Sun and they do a lot of mantra music. She handed me this little booklet and she said, you should master this. And I looked at it that night and I messaged her in the morning and I said, okay, I have it down. And because I, I'd already been working with it, you know, it's just like yeah. someone who's a musician that's been a professional working musician for years, you know, they can just hear a song and they can jump yeah. in and play it. Like I know guys in LA and they do these like, things at the Whiskey, which is a famous club here, and they'll say, okay, we're gonna have Led Zeppelin night, and they all get assigned a song, and they've never met each other, and then they get up on stage, and they're like, okay, we're playing yeah. this song, yeah. they just know. So it's like that, just because I've been working with it, so I'm not being like, look at me, I'm so awesome and knowledgeable in numbers. Um, but I really like that system, and that's what I do for a chart for somebody. Right. Uh, so when I want to decode the hidden secrets of the universe, I'm using Gematria, but I just want to do like Abby's numerology chart or something like that, or a client, I use the tantric numerology and I've just been able to go deeper and deeper into it. Plus when you teach something, you just get gain way more mastery over it. Mm -hmm. And then my two teachers started calling me a master numerologist. That's why I put it on my Instagram. I never called myself that. Right. It's a teaching that if your teacher says something like that, you just have to agree and go with it. Right. You're like, okay, I guess I made it. Yeah. But I didn't like, <laughs> I would have never said that. It's not even, I'm just like, you had like, I'm one of, I, I kind of have like three teachers, which is very different than my upbringing. But um, uh, the, the tantric though is just a great way to look at, the chart and when I first you just start with your own chart and yeah. I realized, for example I'm a 10 soul and I'm a kind karma and 10 is a number of sort of spiritual nobility it's sort of a public figure it's um it's the 10 is called the radiant body and so I was like and it's it's the number of like total greatness or total failure right so it's like very extreme. like I'm fucking awesome or I'm a total loser failure, which is another thing that throughout my life I easily fell into. Like I'm never gonna do right. anything, but I should be doing something bigger. But when I really learned about that in, in that context, in that system and to see it, oh, I have a soul of 10, I have a karma of 10, I was like, wait, this makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. the karma is what I'm meant to work on. 
And so the more I put myself out there and the more I let myself be a quote unquote, like public figure, I guess, I don't have that on my Instagram. I should probably switch it. But um, <laughs> you know, as, I, as I just let myself be seen, like 10 is a number to be seen. And, yeah. um, and I started to share this and what I know the more I did that, the more things worked out. And that was a pivotal moment that I really used numerology to expand my life, I feel. Cool. All right. Now, I would love to hear from you about this year, 2020. Did you see any of this stuff coming when you were like looking at the numerology? Yes, but in a totally different context. Um, what I kept talking about I find it's very interesting how so much on play, but did I know like a virus was coming and all this stuff? Um, no, not, not at all. And I know all of these astrologers this is my other little bitch moment here is, uh, I, all, I see astrologers after the fact trying to say that they talked about this, but they never did. I don't know anybody who predicted this pandemic. So I heard astrologers right. be whoa, 2020 is going to be a doozy, but they never got specific. And in magic, right. taught you have to be specific. If you're not specific, you're, it's you just forget about it. Like right. you do any type of reading, you have to be, it's like less consequences than a doctor, but you can't be vague as a doctor. Like you need to be pretty like, oh yeah, you're just like, you got a little thing with some stuff. Try this. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You're coming in and you're, you're not going to feel good. Well, yeah, right. I know feel good that's why i'm coming to you but <laughs> right um, I, so this is what i was saying i said the four is about the heart and it's a really about true compassion which is actually true neutrality there's a social justice warrior mind fuck mindset that's like neutrality is evil and they don't understand what the word means in context of the heart chakra and that mm -hmm. means being staying neutral enough to assess the truth sure yeah. the dark side of that is is being just lazy and ineffectual um or the other side is being shut off but what i did say is that this is the number four is the energy of forgiveness that's the true compassionate heart space and it comes to a space of true acceptance you mm. got to start with like radical self-acceptance to say okay i am who i am i'm where i'm at i'm gonna love myself right here and i have the openness and the honesty and the vulnerability to assess what's true, including mm -hmm. all faults, but including all of my strengths. And I have to start from here and let's just move from this space. So it's a very much a be here now energy. But I often taught how it's the number, even the word forgiveness has the word for in it, right? So that number, that sound frequency is still in it. In numerology, you can just be totally loose and just do things that you're like, well, wow, there's no coincidence. It sounds like I also want to point out right now in central time, we're talking about four and it's four, four, four. Oh, Just yeah. saying, there you go. Numerology That's happening in action because when you start doing numerology, you start creating the coincidence and the synchronicity of something higher. Wow. So you get all of a sudden, shit just starts working out for you much more. Right. Not that there isn't conflict and things like that. But so I kept saying that for, we need to come into a heart space this year. We need to come into a space of love and we need to come into a love frequency. And love is beyond just romantic. That's like more about attachment, longing. This is about true acceptance that we can accept the other exactly where they're at. Mm -hmm. And what's the, the um, I mean, the, the big problem with the world used to be plastic straws, but now all of this issue of race, especially in America, is just blown up, right? Mm -hmm. And now we see so much resentment and opposite of the elevated four, which is destruction and hate, right? Like, I'm mind, I'm still baffled at what trying to destroy a courthouse in Portland helps any of my black friends. But um, mm -hmm. I'm not even gonna go there. But I find it very interesting that things about race and prejudice is front and center right now and that's all the issues of the number four four is the negative side of four is is being a racist right instead mm -hmm. of being open and accepting it's like right. i judge you but now we see all this sort of social warrior 
overly politically correct insanity that is the most judgmental movement of consciousness I've seen since flat out racism. And they're, you know, everyone's pulling in on the negative heartstrings. And now like when you want to open up that heart and that love, the mindset that I see is like words like spiritual bypassing, which is another thing I can soapbox about, but um, you're bypassing the love if you're just focusing on hate and if you're just creating, but we see all of these movements that are essentially hate movements, right? Right. Fuck the police. Like my neighborhood was lit on fire. Like my neighborhood, my street. I'm not, not saying like, oh, this happened like in LA, like this was here. Right. And um, like this, my all Fairfax, it's two, not even two block, block and a half away. It's still all boarded up. And um, the fires we saw in the news in LA were right on the other side of the high school that I lived by. Um, like, I'm not exaggerating three blocks. Um, like, I could walk to the end of my street and a professional baseball player could throw a baseball. Right. And, um, but that is the, the still the four frequency. So I spoke a lot about, we, <clears throat> it's an opportunity to heal trauma. <clears throat> it's an opportunity to heal resentment. It's an opportunity to heal past pain, emotional pain. And it's an opportunity for forgiveness. And I think that's the cusp that we're at. <clears throat> we are, um, we're not like moving out or forgiving the past though. A lot of people are holding on to the resentment and that narrative. Um, and that's where they're going to just implode. It's about as anti-prosperity as it gets. Right. Or just decide we're going to shift and create a new paradigm and move forward. Yes. And right. the poor energy gives us the ability to open our heart frequencies to move forward. So I never thought that, I, and I, I have mentioned how four is race or is racism. That is really has nothing to do with race. It's really about just being judgmental. Mm-hmm. And... I guess we just saw a lot of the negative energy pop up. Um, but I also said the four year will be like, it's four is an energy of miracles and sudden change. Hmm. And it's actually meant to be sudden change for the better. So, um, you know, people still have to adapt. Right. But I had quoted once, I said the four year will be like taking a, a, a hot bath and getting paid. Well, if you still look at the United States, like how many people a lot of people played it right and were actually for the first time we had the world stop. Yep, totally. And um and a lot of people in America, like I know a lot of people at least they got some some people made way more on unemployment and then a lot of people I know made way less, but still a lot of people are able to get by. Now that's all imploding. But we still had a few months where People, if you used it right, people were able to take a, a respite and a healthy breather. Yep, totally. People have to adapt. Um, and that's the other energy of four, is being able to assess reality and to not take it personally, right? Like, okay, so a lot of people, your finances might be imploding and there's real shit and heavy shit happening. But the four gives us the ability to assess, well, where do I have talents? Where can I move forward? How can I work my way out of this? I mean, if we weren't dependent on all of these societal structures and these constructs, and we were living in nature and some horrific natural disaster was coming through, we couldn't just be like, please nature, like bail me out of this. Like we have to adapt. And as much as I want passionate, caring government that actually takes care of people, um, we're not there, we're just not in that place. So the four, I really would like to encourage people to use the rest of this four energy to just say, I'm going to assess reality without taking it personally. Oh, I need to pay X amount in rent and I'm deficient $1,000. Like, okay, sometimes delving into the truth of the matter and the specifics will create a momentum of the universe to provide for you. If you know how much you need, often the universe will show up with that. But when you were just vague about everything, just like I was saying about not being specific, right? then all you get from the universe is just vague stuff. Totally. Um, just like if I did a reading, it's like, oh yeah, there's going to be some weird energy, right? And then then you'll just have to feel good. Like that doesn't mean a damn thing. <laughs> what is that? Right? Like, <laughs> right. I feel 
the saying that said, what happens in vagueness stays in vagueness. And, and so the four is a great like business number because sometimes you just have to assess what you need, right? Sure. And you know what you need, honestly, it's going to be a lot easier to move forward. Anytime I like get clarity. What's the clarity? Exactly. Um, I had a saying that I did, the prosperity of clarity. And it's like, it just, that shifts everything. So four should give us clarity. And it is a bit of a reckoning right now. I mean, if anything, I hope that people are like, you know what? I don't know how many people are like, I'm a racist. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. I'm not going to be a racist. But maybe more people will embrace just being on a real easy note, being friendly. Right. Each other. Or when you see people, I mean, I live in LA, you live in a major city. My family's from New York City. I've seen different races and cultures my entire life. It's, I never thought twice about it, but I guess that a lot of people haven't. And um, maybe we just start with being a little more compassionate and friendly to each other and see where that shifts instead of right. fearing each other. Heart, the heart right. space, everyone loves the opposite of a heart space is a fear space, but it's really about being closed off, judgmental, and totally not open to truth or reality. And the reality is we kind of have a fucked up system in every government, like in, in the whole paradigm of it all. Like this isn't just an American thing, you know? Right. Totally. Or Western. That's another thing that drives me crazy. We're like, well, Western, I'm like, um, do just a real uh, lazy, you know, superficial research on fucking, you know, problems in the East and Asia and government power. Like, come on, like, let's... Right. Let's not make this into any one thing. Nobody has particular higher wisdom, honestly. Sure. Totally. Now, what do you think numerology-wise, we're recording this in early August, what do you foresee the rest of 2020 being like? Well, I mean, I can look at the numbers of the months. And so right now, for example, is recording this, um, it's August, which is eight, right? And so you're like, well, it's August. A lot of people try to try to get me with like, well, that's a construct designed by a patriarchy, right? right. Um, I heard a whole argument about how telling time is racist too, but um, <laughs> but the because uh, it was a construct created by people in Greenwich, England, because you have Greenwich Mean Time is zero, or I'll start like, okay. right? Oh my god. Yeah, it's a thing. It's like an academic thing, but um, but the so but the point I'm making is sometimes people want to say, well, the month of August is kind of a construct that it's number eight, and that's totally true. But the number eight, no matter what, is still alive in your psyche for this entire month. We're going to see the number eight, and if we see it written as August, say on our phone, you know, my phone says Friday, August seventh, um, but my brain, your brain, we all know that August is eight, right? So eight still has a factor and it's playing a role sure, in, yeah. in our psyche, in our subconscious. Like you, right. like straight up, that's logical science. But so I'll look at the numbers for each month. So right now we have an opportunity to energize ourselves. Eight's the number of energy of life force of prana. It's a healer and it loves to be of service. So let's like sort of suck in and get all the life force sort of breath that we can empower ourselves because next month september is nine energy and that's very sensitive and people this my fear is the negative side of that is people being so sensitive they just fall apart right like you know those people we're probably all a little guilty of it and i think probably most of the people listening that are interested in these things they're sensitive people and like everything's louder right everything's mm -hmm. stronger everything tastes stronger everything's a little more intense and nine is a little fragile so I, you know, we could see a lot more emotional breakdowns. That would be my prediction, but also nine gives us the ability to figure anything out. It's a master of all things. So it's like, how do people respond to the numbers? Each number right. is, takes a negative or a positive trajectory. Um, I mean, I hope the rest of this year, just based on the four, we come into this space of love and more acceptance. Right. But knowing that next year is a five year and five is the number of violence and war. I, I've been like concerned about the number five oh since 
numerology and number four think and i'm like well if a four year can be this freaking nuts (laughs) five year but five is an opportunity for people to step into their own authority and to have a connection with real teacher not necessarily that they have to find an actual teacher but meaning that they develop a relationship with higher teachings Mm -hmm. and um and then we have October is a 10 month and 10 is like, look at me, I'm kind of a rock star energy. Like how many, especially if you live in a a Northern climate, I grew up in the Northeast and you had fall and there's always this energy that so many people feel like, especially as you get into October and it's until it's like cold, but there's like a vital energy. And that's like this 10 energy. It's nine and 10. Um, So, you know, numerology less predictive and more gives us the lessons that we should be utilizing. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure the rest of this year we're utilizing the love and we can use like the eights, nines, tens. So the, the energy, the sophistication of intelligence and the greatness. And then uh, 11 is a little more infinite. Uh, 11 can go deep. People, 11's another one that you can get pulled into the undertow or you can really expand your work. Mm-hmm. Is, is infinity. So it's infinite possibilities. Um, and then the 12 month, which is really a three, is about empowerment. Three is a boss energy. So, I, and all of that can be, that can be shifted into I'm a powerhouse boss energy. I'm totally meek and weak and I have no courage or I'm way too freaking bossy and annoying. So we'll see. But so people need to tap into the high energy. Um, And then coming into the five year, I really hope five is the number that clears away that which doesn't serve a purpose. So it's only a reckoning if you're attached to all the bullshit in your life. Mm, Right. It's only painful if you make it that way. Yeah, we all have to like grow. I always see these like memes that are like what I thought a spiritual awakening was and it's some blissed out person and then what it actually is and it's like explosions and fire. Right. I mean, now is there more significance <laughs> for you if like, for example, it's funny you said my name kind of comes down to five because I know I'm also a five life path. Oh, cool. Well, your name is the mystical number of five. So it goes even deeper. So Abby is 15, which is the mystical number of five, but it's also a six. So it means on a higher, more subtle energy. You're um, also- okay. So does it have more significance if your life path number is five and you're in like next year is a five year? Well, I, I mean, overall, yes, but just in the sense that there's more of that energy available to you. Mm. So, Abby, I encourage you is to start assess what can you just surgically remove, right? Uh, five is a sword, and five is is like it's justice, right? But the negative side is vengeance, resentment, violent, and rash decision, right? So it's like five is the middle finger. <laughs> it really is, and I. <laughs> Nice. finger is the form of a teacher because like when you're giving someone the finger right they cut you off in traffic you're like you after that so um you're trying to teach them a lesson and what you're really saying is look that really wasn't cool and that scared me and that freaked me out that you're going to drive that way we just right. that's never going to happen when you're driving right but you're just still trying to teach it's just a sort of lower vibe lower vibration of that so for you though Step into like what you're communicating, what you're sharing, what you explain, how you teach. It'd be also physicality is really good for five. So a great year to really decide to go a little further with either working out and doing something physical. I mean, we probably all need that, especially with this shelter in place. I know I need it. Um, But so the five... I, I mean, I have my legitimate concerns and I don't want to freak people out, but it's such a, can be such an intense powerhouse number. Right. Threes, fives and eights are the real power energies and numbers. Um, each number has their own ability, but some it's just more like eights, like the battery um, is a charged battery. So five though is the sword and the sword just is clarity. Like you said, the clarity gives us a lot of, a lot more ability. And five will just 
take away, make sure you're taking away that which truly doesn't serve a purpose. So it could be an opportunity to take away illness, take away this virus, take away the hate and the, all of the craziness that we know how insane part of this world is. And then we know how amazingly prosperous and, and lovely this world is. Um, so hopefully um, we'll use it as a positive cut through, just like an abrasive cleaner or like a steel wool on like a casserole dish, right? right. You're right. clearing it and cleaning right. it. Um, don't be scared, people. So don't, yeah, just you got to get out your steel wool and your swords and your weed get whacker. Get rid of the sludge. The weed whacker, exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> totally. four is actually a super lazy number and it's like negative side. Four and five in Kabbalah are actually opposites. And four is like, oh, I'm just going to sit back. Everything's going to work out fine. Five is like, I got to get so much going and so much done. And so if you meet those in the middle, we can create a lot of harmony. So, yeah. you know, there's just, it's up to us. I thought we would have a more, I thought the four year would be us coming together more. And I see way more divide and intensity. Right. It's a manifestation of four. Totally. So we got to. I have a feeling a bunch of our listeners are going to want to delve more into this and learn more about numerology. Do you have some recommended resources that you like to recommend for people? Yeah, well, um, I was, we were saying earlier, I was like, I've had this, this book and then finally, literally today, this uh, one publisher uh, got in touch with me. I've been in touch with some people. So hopefully that, like, I thought that would be out this year, but hopefully yeah. the five year it'll be out. Yes, yeah, totally. <laughs> Um, but I, yeah, I have a Patreon account. Um, mm -hmm. if you look up Patreon, that's a great, um, way you pay a subscription. I just post a lot of content. And for example, I teach you, uh, there's a whole 20, I think 25 or 26 part, uh, numerology series. And then mm -hmm. I deeper and learn astrology. So right now I would say that's a great resource because what I was taught was handed down to me. And it wasn't about anything that's in books. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sharing that wisdom. That's awesome. Passing but it I on. Hope my book, uh, let's, everyone listening, just please send me a good, good vibe, intention, prayer, or something uh, that, that comes out. 2021 will yeah. be the year of the book. The book's happening. Five year. Yes. It's exactly. all good. Now your, tell me how the listeners, what were you going to say? I said your smile right there says it all. So yeah. Totally. Yeah. Tell me, how can our listeners keep in touch with you? Where can uh, they find you? Well, I mean, Instagram is, is great. Uh, my Instagram, I mean, I think if you look up Remington Donovan, I'll show up, but it's called The Mystical Arts. And then my website is remingtondonovan.com. And through there, there's plenty of links. I have online workshops. Um, of course, I mean, everyone, everything's sort of online at the moment. Um, if you're in LA, I do... When we get back to in-person teaching, I teach a lot at uh, this Rama Institute. Um, but I do have online workshops, Patreon, and Instagram. I pick a tarot card every day on my Instagram. So a lot of people really tune in for that. Um, Instagram just becomes the easiest so I can focus on one. And then Patreon mm -hmm. is all about learning. So nice. any of those, um, if you Google Remington Donovan, it'll pop up. If you Google just Remington, you're going to find a lot of gun products. <laughs> so uh, make sure you throw in my last name. Donald. Not really what you're all about. No. <laughs> Good to know. Um, and we will link to all of Remington's information in the show notes too. So it'll be nice and easy for you guys to check that out and follow his stuff. Um, Abby, it's been a pleasure and uh, this has been great. And again, I just want to really encourage everyone like the rest of this year, this is a space in a very high frequency of love and a very high frequency of acceptance and a high frequency of moving out of the traumas of the past on a personal level and hopefully on a planetary level. So, um, you know, let's, let's help each other do that. Absolutely. I love that. Thanks for ending on such a positive note. 
Abby, it's been a real pleasure and I can't wait to hear it. Thank you. All right, bye. The statements in this podcast have not been evaluated by the FDA. Information provided here and products recommended or sold on coffeewiththedocs.com and or our podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The information provided by this site and or by this podcast is not a substitute for a face-to-face consultation with your physician and should not be construed as medical advice of any sort. By using any of this information or reading it, you are accepting responsibility for your own health and health decisions and expressly release Dr. Nicole Huffman and Dr. Abby Kramer and its partners and guests from any and all liability whatsoever, including that arising from negligence.